Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we'd like to wish you a happy and blessed Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Amen. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local, you'll dial 702-650-5588. Again, if you're local, you'd like to join in on our discussion today, have a prayer request, a praise report, we'd love to hear from you, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you to join in. That would be 800-366-8883. Again, the toll-free number is 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, and their web address is www.kkvv.com. And that was Brother Vernon and I waving to you. Brother Vernon gave you two waves. I love you, Brother Vernon. Uh, also, we're being streamed live from our website, which is Save the Lost at All Costs. Our website is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, please go to our website. Again, www.savethelostlv.org. Select the date that you'd like to listen to. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and get blessed. The gospel is always free on our watch. In addition to that, we are also being archived at iTunes. So if you have an Apple device, Get blessed. And again, the gospel is always free on our watch. Brother Vernon, I think we do have a cell number that someone can call to listen to KKVV anytime, but they can call right now and listen to Save the Lost at, at All, all Costs. Cost. Am right. I correct? That's right. Would you like to share that number and sure. give it twice, please? I sure will. Listen on your phone, 563-999-3194. Once again, that's 563 563- Nine 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 thirty one ninety four. You know, Brother Vernon, I encourage my circle of influence to lock that number in as a cell phone contact. So Amen. wherever they are, whenever they want to listen, whenever the Spirit leads them, guess what? They already have it in their phone. They don't have to keep searching. Right. I tell my people at church, you have no excuse now. You always have your phone with you. I <laughs> know. No need for computer, radio, all the excuses before in the past. Just right. use the phone. So, I mean, look at all these wonderful opportunities that KKBV provides. You can listen on your cell phone. You can uh, watch us over the uh, Internet. Amen? Amen. I call it the Godnet. It would Amen. be no Internet without God. Amen? That's right. So it's the Godnet. I mean, all these wonderful opportunities. And then we archive our broadcast. So, I mean, wow. It does not get better than that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, we have a caller, and then we're going to get into our message. Amen? So Amen. we will take the call. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. Hallelujah, and happy Resurrection. Amen. Well, I like how you sound, and happy, blessed Resurrection to you as well, beautiful one. What's going on? 
It is a blessing. I just have a praise. I was over at Second Baptist this morning. They had that 8 o'clock in the morning service. Uh And you talking about just to see the people praise, I just praise y'all for just how he's to his people. I've never seen him praise them so much. Amen. It's It's like they've woken up. Amen. It's like if I was at slumber, I mean, it's just, oh, it's just, it's awesome. Yes, it is. Awesome. So, and to hear you guys on the back on the post again. Oh, yeah. And you, you stay encouraged and keep looking up. Well, Amen. thank you. I, I appreciate up. that. Well, yes. thank you. And give your lovely mother my godly best and tell her her other daughter says hello and she loves her. I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. And we love you, sis, and thank you for what you're doing. You're always so faithful and encouraging me and checking on me, and uh, I could never repay that. So I just want to tell you thank you, and I love you, and I appreciate it, and I know it's from God. So thank you for being a willing vessel and doing what your father has commanded you to do. So thank you. I receive it. Thank you very much. You can come to our mansion anytime. You can just, you know, just talk to the Messiah and say, hey, you know, it's okay. You know, you (laughs) you don't mind. I understand. Well, thank you. I, I'm glad you're in constant conversation because I get blessed. So thank you. <laughs> All right, sis, you guys. And you too, Brother Vernon. Stay okay. strong and uh, keep keep up the good work because he said whatever he finds us doing when he comes, keep doing it. Amen. Amen. Keep thank doing you. It. Keep Amen. Doing you ain't got to tell me twice. Ooh. Amen. We're going to keep doing it. We love you. All right. Love you too, Take guys. Care. All right. Bye-bye. Amen. Woo, that was wonderful. I felt that electricity. Didn't you, Brother Amen. Vernon? Yes, I did. Amen. So yes, we're going to talk about the last seven words of Christ. Uh, we actually had a wonderful worship experience over at Tony's house. Tony's house is uh, a wonderful, blessed home. There are two homes where uh, they uh, specialize in sober living. Amen. So it's wonderful to see the miracle signs and wonders that God is doing in the recovery community. I am just blown away. I am just energized. I'm ecstatic. I'm passionate. Uh, Brother Vernon, uh, I know what God has called me to do. So I appreciate the opportunity to serve uh, his people, his children, Mm -hmm. and just to see uh, his hand all over them. So, you know, God bless uh, the Westfields for doing a mighty work for the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, All the residents, you know, past and present. I want to give a special shout out to uh, Minister Deborah Davis. She came and co-labored with me today uh, to bring the word and assist and to make sure that uh, people are having what God would have them to have. And the thing is, it starts at home. So we appreciate that. We were able to make sure they took communion. Mm -hmm. Amen. And for those who want to give their life to Christ, we provided an opportunity for that. Uh, Testimonies. I mean, just powerful prayer. Uh, I just want to, uh, I iterate uh, what we talked about today and make sure that uh, all my family, my listeners, and those who are, you know, connected to me uh, hear what God has given me. And I just want to give back to those that uh, make it possible for me to be here. Amen. Amen. So uh, I'm excited, Brother Vernon. How about you? I am too. I'm excited that he allowed to wake me up again today, especially on this day. Amen. I'm, I'm in awe more and more, which <laughs> makes me wonder how come I haven't been in awe before. Because well, the I was thing in a blind, is, that I was blind or we're new creatures cloud. every day, right? right? Old things it's, pass away. It's amazing. So we're, we're not going to beat ourselves up. We're, we're just going to thank God that we amen. have the present, and uh, we're going to do everything that we can in our fibers and our being amen. to uh, give Him glory and honor. Amen. So you don't get to beat yourself up on my watch, <laughs> Brother Verner. All right. Okay. 
you know, I'm going to have to rebuke you here on the on the radio now. We don't want to do that, but if you want to keep going there, I'll tell you, you know what? Whoever then came, they can leave. Bring Brother Vernon back. <laughs> Amen? Amen. So, Brother Vernon, we are going to go to Luke 23, verse 34. Now, we have the red letter edition, so it's going to be Jesus speaking. Amen? And we're mm-hmm. talking about the last seven words of Christ. Uh, especially to give honor and glory to him on Resurrection Sunday. Amen. And that was chapter... Luke chapter 23, 20, verse 34. Verse 34. Uh-huh. And then G- this is from the New King James Version. Then Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. All right. So let's understand that the disciples have pretty much scattered. They're scared. Uh, we know that Peter has denied him three times, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, Sanhedrin have made it possible that he is seized and he is uh, tried in an unfair court. And he's sentenced to death. And even went before the governor, uh, Pontius Pilate, and there was a tradition where every year uh, they would let a prisoner go. And, you know, they asked basically, you know, you can let Jesus go. He can be that prisoner. And uh, they said no. <clears throat> Crucify him. So, you know, he's at the point where he's being crucified. And then he says that. And it says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, Brother Vernon, can you imagine being left for dead, being forsaken by everyone that you have blessed, who you have loved, who you have cared for, and come to this point, and you say, forgive them. Man, isn't that something, Brother Vernon? Mm -hmm. And he teaches us that when he taught the disciples how to pray. In the disciples' prayer, but most people know it as the Lord's Prayer. And uh, you'll find that in uh, Matthew 6, in uh, 9 through 13. But it talks about forgiving, you know, debts, right? Mm -hmm. But we have to forgive in order to receive forgiveness. Amen? Amen. Or talks about forgiving trespasses. If we want our trespasses, our debts forgiven, we have to forgive others. So Jesus is the embodiment of the word. Amen? Amen. He is the word. Amen? Amen. So when you think about him, this really speaks to his divinity. This is not something that a normal human would do. We would want justice, right? We would want somebody uh, more or less an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. We would be under, you know, that type of mindset. We would be under a law type of mindset. But look what he says. And you can imagine this is going to be recorded. People are going to take away what was done right here at the cross. Do you understand how strategic that is? And nobody ever gets it wrong, Brother Vernon. Even those who don't believe will say that he spoke about forgiveness. You got to catch that in your spirit. It's very, very powerful. Forgiveness. Mm. That's what he was concerned about. These are his last breaths. 
And the first thing he says, Father. So what does that denote to you? Father. God Almighty. The most high God in all earth, all heaven, all creation. Father. Do you see the sonship? Mm -hmm. The triune God is on display here. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Father. We ought to get excited about that. Not any father. His father. And we know who Jesus' father is. Amen. God Almighty. There are many people that talk about God. God who? Look at this and how this is lining up. Brother Vernon, we're going to go to the second word. I'd like you to go to Luke 23 and go down to verse 43. Now, you're reading from the New King James Version. Amen. Am I correct? Absolutely correct. Okay. All right. Uh, chapter 23, verse 43. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. That's a promise. And if Jesus said it, it's going to manifest. But look at the urgency of the promise. He said today. Can you imagine that Jesus speaking to you and over your life and saying today, brother Vernon, you will receive salvation. Not only will you receive salvation, you will spend it with me. Paradise. Think about the word paradise. And Jesus is not of this realm. He says, I'm not of this kingdom. And he spoke of a kingdom that he was not of as far as the world. Can you imagine? Today. You're going to have that. He said, what? Take it to the bank. He said, assuredly, right? Right. You know what that word assure means? It's more than assurance. It's It's a definite, it's absolute. You are absolutely right. You good poet. You know, Brother (laughs) Vernon is a poet and a wordsmith. I love you, Brother Vernon. Why'd you tell him? (laughs) I just told you about the gift that, I told him about the gift that God gave you. You didn't give yourself that gift, Brother Vernon. I know. So, I can speak about godly things and heavenly things. Thank you, Vernon. Amen, amen. But am I telling the truth? Yes, you are telling the truth. Amen, okay, because if I'm not, let me know. (laughs) But Vernon, like you said, absolutely guaranteed, spoken from God wrapped in flesh himself. That's true. Vernon, people always want to know when and how. Guess what? He talked about the when and he talked about the how. And guess what? He talked about the who. Woo, Vernon, the Holy Spirit is rocking in here. You and I are on the same accord. Amen? Amen. We're lined up with the Holy Spirit. I'm Amen. excited. I'm excited. Amen. Vernon, you're finishing my sentences. I mean, it's like we are brothers and sisters in Christ, and we've been together for a long time. That would be true, well, right? Yes, and it's your voice, and it's God speaking through you. And like I've always said, it's like I'm somewhere else when I'm here. It's like I'm somewhere else listening to you. But, brother, it talks about... The guaranteed hope for salvation. See, this work is going to be finished. And after this work is finished, that's salvation. That's the gift of eternal life. And only he can give it. 
See, he didn't go to the father on this one. Look at this. He said, you'll be with me. And where does he live? The son has always existed. Amen. Amen. God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. Where has he always existed? In heaven with his father. Amen. Amen. He was there before For. creation. He was there during creation. Amen. This is this is his wheelhouse, Brother Vernon. Amen. This is what he can do. Amen. No doubt. Amen. He can do it. And not only can he do it, he he's, is he's doing, doing it. it. And he's already done it. So if he says he's going to do it, it's done. It's a fact. Guaranteed. Absolutely. So why not turn your hearts and your mind? And your desires of your heart to the one that can manifest it. That's a good question. I'm so glad you asked. Amen. But you, but I don't know the answer. Why do people do not do that? Turn their hearts. Brother Vernon. Why? At the end of the day. You have to ask yourself. As we talked about last week. Do you want to be imputed with the sentence of the souls that sin must die the wages of sin are death or do you want to have that imputed to you which is the savior and all your sins have been forgiven and with that forgiveness becomes eternal life and salvation you have to ask yourself would adam you get death and no resurrection no eternity or with Jesus, you get resurrection, you get all of eternity, Amen. you get all the gifts that have been promised to you. you get it's your the, choice. Yeah. Who do you want to line up with? You want to line up with the first man, which is Adam, or do you want to line up with the son, our savior? The son. The king of kings, the lord of lords. Well, you have my. to ask yourself. Amen. I'm getting in the sonship line. Amen. 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 So it's a choice, brother. God always gives us a choice. And at the end of the day, nobody is forced to go to heaven or forced to go to hell. It's their choice to decide where they want to be. What kingdom do you want to belong to? Third word. We'll find it in John. The Gospel of John 19, and we're looking at verses 26 and 27. Here's John 19, mm -hmm. starting at verse 26. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. 27. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his own home. That disciple would be John. And that is John who wrote the Gospel of John, God, John who wrote Revelation, John the Revelator. So that's who we're talking about right here. Amen. He was the youngest of the disciples. Jesus knew in that second that his mother would need a son because he was going to be with his father and the son that was going to be in his place is going to be John. And what did John do? He took her uh -huh. and cared for her. Amen. 
So you have to see Jesus has already anticipated and already knows our needs. Amen. And in our in our darkest hour. Amen. Amen. He knows what we need. He has his children and brothers and sisters in place to do what is need to be done, which is the father's will. Amen. So it says, behold, you know, mother, this is who you should consider your son. John, this is who you should consider your mother. And if that is true, you need to act on it. See, they were intentional. They weren't hesitant. They understood the command. They understood it was a command of unconditional love. So if I'm walking in unconditional love and I hear Jesus, our Lord and Savior, say this to me, it is so. He's going to give me everything that I need to support what it is that he has for me to do. Amen. Go ahead. I have a question because it came right to me, and I don't know if it's deviating. Where was James? The thing is, is that you have to understand this. James was not selected to care for. Okay. But that's James' natural yeah, that, mother, right? That's one, okay. of his, that's one of his brothers. Right. But So you have to understand that God has a specific assignment okay. for you. This was his specific assignment. For John. You, have, you have to understand, they all started together. See how we start this race together? All 12 started together. Now, it was their choice to follow him to the cross or to do whatever they wanted to do. They were afraid. Self-preservation took over. Amen. But John, the baby, said, I got to see it. I got to know. Okay. Because it may have quickened him. That he already knew whatever it was, whether it was in this life or the next, he was not going to be without Jesus. Amen. It happens for different people at different times. Amen. But this was the one that always was going to care for his mother. Because you have to understand, he's the youngest. Most younger children need their mothers. It's very difficult for a young child to not have their mother, even though he's a young man. You have to understand. This woman has gone through great trauma. You have to understand, she has seen the crucifixion. Before that, she saw the trial. You know, she saw all this stuff going on with her son. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is care and comfort and testimony. It's important. You know, the thing is, is that this was the prophecy It had to be fulfilled. The thing is, is that this has already been decided. We're just living in it. Amen. Amen. So it's exciting. And I want people to really, really get this in their spirit. Assignments change. But when God is in it, you don't have to worry about it. He got you. And they could not take their eyes off of him. And they did not want to be away from him. We're going to take this call. And then we're going to go down to the fourth one. Amen. Amen. Hello. Save the loss at all costs. And God bless you. Uh, Peace be unto you, Sister Lena and and Brother Vernon. Oh, thank you. Um, How are you, Elder? I'm doing just fine. All right. Uh, Brother Vernon uh, and Sister Lena... Uh, John had a brother named James. He was killed when he was with Peter. And then that's why Yeshua, Jesus, he pointed John because he was the youngest of all of them. 
Amen. And that was his assignment right. and why he didn't then do it to his oldest brother. Amen. He, he was killed. Also, we know that James was the bishop. He was the head of the church. Yeah, well, you, you always you always found Peter, James, and John. Right. And then, but he, the, he, his brother got killed. Okay. Right. Okay. All right, so you're saying the reason why he wasn't there is because he had been killed. He got killed with a sword. Amen. And they, they, they wanted to kill Peter, too, during right. this around this time of Easter. Sure. And then, uh, but they didn't do it. They just put him in the stocks. And then Amen. you find the angel of the Lord came there and then, then opened up the gates and got him out. All right. Amen. Well, praise okay. God. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you for mm-hmm. uh, giving us that. Like and that. what would be the scripture? If you have it, just give it to us now. If not, call us back in so that our listeners can uh, have it and see it, okay? Okay. All right. All right. I love you, Elder. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay. Love y'all, too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Elder, and we'll get that scripture, and we'll be able to share it with our listeners. Amen? Amen. To show uh, what happened to uh, James. Okay. All right? So now we're going to the fourth. It says uh, Mark 15, verse 34. Mark 15, verse 34. Verse 34. Okay, and the Word of God says, And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, Lama, Sabach, Thani, which is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So he was speaking Aramaic. That's not Greek and that's not uh, Hebrew. That would be Aramaic. That's the language that Jesus spoke in. Amen? Amen. So it translates to, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now, we uh, talked earlier about the triune God. And the triune God would be, the Trinity, God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. They had never, ever been separated. So now you have the prophecy fulfilled. Amen. The wages of sin are death. So the thing is, before that, we were living in a sacrificial system where animals were being sacrificed. So Jesus's blood is the propitiation, the full payment for all sin. So at this particular point, he's taken on all sin of all humanity. It is the burden, the weight of the world, the world that was, the world that is, and the world that is to come in reference to sin. This is all on him. He's God wrapped in flesh. He's in a human form. It's the hypostatic union. It's when God... And man are one. Amen? Amen. This is what he is experiencing. It's indescribable. It's uncomprehendable to the human mind. But this is what's going on. So he is feeling this. And he's asking God. This is fulfilling the prophecy. He has never ever been separated. And in this moment, this moment, this is what he's saying. So that we as humans can identify with him because he identifies with us. There's no human experience that he has not experienced. 
We have to understand that. So when we try to say, well, Jesus doesn't know what I'm going through. Mm. Oh, yes, he does. Have you experienced this unto death? The weight of everyone's sins, not just your own, on you. I can't even comprehend what that's like. Now, I can say it, but as far as comprehending it in my mind, my heart, my body, and my spirit, I'm not capable. But this is what he was going through. So that's why he said that. God has never forsaken him. They've never been without one another. It's just at this point, Point. he is doing the work of salvation. Man cannot save man. No. The preacher who you love, the mother or father who you love, the big brother or big sister, your favorite aunt, uncle, grandparents, children, Mm -hmm. none of them can do the work of salvation. Because none of them can bring themselves back to life. That's right. And when he was sentenced to death, it was not Pontius Pilate or the Jews, who a lot of people think killed him. He says clearly, I laid down my life. I can pick it back up. He's doing this because it's the Father's will and it's to fulfill the prophecy. Mm. Amen? Amen. The fifth word. We are going to go to John 19, verse 28. John 19, verse 28. Still out of the New King James Version. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. So the fifth word is I thirst. So said all things have been accomplished. Now, most people would think the only thirst was concerned with a physical thirst. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a spiritual thirst. You understand that he just had felt this first taste of separation mm-hmm. from his father. From the spirit. Amen. Amen. So he's thirsting. So it's more than a physical thirst. Now, when we look at the word of God, soon the Holy Spirit is going to appear. So we have to understand that water symbolizes the Holy Spirit. When we are baptized, we go down one way, right? And we come up another way. And the baptism is symbolic in water. But it means the transformation to come from a part where you were destined to die to where you have accepted the gift of salvation. And the Holy Spirit is going to be residing in you. So it's always a symbol of the Holy Spirit because Jesus, once he was resurrected, where did he go? He ascended back to where he always came from, right? Amen. So he descended to come down to do the work 
And then he ascended once the work was finished to go back where he always resided. Amen. Amen. As the son. So I want you to go to Zechariah. Well, let's finish this. Hold, hold off on that. I'll, 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 I'll pick that back up. But the thing is, is that he thirsts for the love of the people and the salvation. Because guess what? Now they can stand before his father who are in heaven. Amen. Because they will have his precious blood on them. He will be able to do what he was called to do, to be a mediator, amen, to judge the living and the dead. Why is he able to judge? Because he did the work. Nobody did the work on the cross but him. And when it says that you want to be in the Lamb's book of life, he's the Lamb, amen? Amen. We find that in the book of Revelation. Absolutely. So it's all about fulfilling the prophecy. It's all about doing God's will. It's all about salvation. And eternal life. We were never meant to die brother Vernon. Because when God breathed in us. We became a living soul. God's breath is eternal. So how can we die. If his breath is eternal. Right. There's nothing dead about God. When he breathed into us. We became a living soul. With his breath. Without that we were not anything. So we have to understand that that has always been the plan since Genesis. Adam did what he did. It did not catch the triune God by surprise. There's always been a plan for salvation. But the thing is, is that if you don't have faith, how can you believe in the work? Right. And the Holy Spirit is a manifestation of generation, regeneration. Amen. Amen. So we were generated, but in order to have fellowship with God, we have to be regenerated. And who is the agent of regeneration other than the Holy Spirit? You can't regenerate yourself, man of God. You have to have a new spirit. Amen. Amen. The Apostle Paul talks about being circumcised by the heart. Amen. Amen. Not by the foreskin. Because people were quick at that particular time, Jews, to talk about their lineage to Abraham and that their special position and their history. Well, now we have Jesus on the scene. So what's going to separate you from anybody else is that you believe the word. And not just the first five books of the Bible, the entire entire Bible Bible, from Genesis to Revelations, because if you just accept the first five books, then you're under the law. Then you're going to go the way of Adam. Mm -hmm. It's a choice, man of God. It's a choice. Either you believe all of it or you believe none of it. I need a savior in my life. I need a Lord in my life. I want what God has for me. I want to do his will. And I can't do it if I'm only relying on the first five books of the Bible. Because it has no need for Jesus. The law will sentence me Mm -hmm. to death. Mm -hmm. Because I have sinned. Period. And if I've committed one. 
I've committed them all. We read that last week. Amen. In the word. So there's no escape. I need help. I need forgiveness. I need the gift of repentance. I can't make it without forgiveness and repentance. I can't. My salvation will be in vain. Because I have not partaken in it in the way that I need to. It comes with forgiveness and repentance. Amen. Amen. It is a necessary ingredient. You cannot have it without that ingredient. It's Amen. important that we understand that. So you have to understand he's thirsting. You know, for that. Wants that. It's a, it's a marvelous thirst. It's a supernatural thirst. And when we do the work, we get that thirst too, right? Amen. We want to help as many souls as we can. And we understand the urgency of now. So, brother, we are going to go to the sixth word. And you're going to find that in John 19. And let's look at verse 30. John 19, verse 30. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Okay. It said, he gave up his spirit, right? And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. He did. He's in control. He gave up his spirit. Did you catch that, man of God? Yes, I did. All right. So, he does the work. Make sure that it's finished. And once it's finished, then he gives up his spirit. And he hands it over to who? The father. Amen. 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 But he remains in control until the very end. And the spirit. The spirit. The Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow. No one should miss that his death brought forth the Holy Spirit. It is released at that time. Still in control. Still doing the work because the Holy Spirit is called the comforter and the helper. Now it came down and it will be here until his second coming. Amen. Amen. So we don't have a visitation anymore. We have a habitation. Continuous. So let's look at John nineteen thirty four. Nineteen thirty four. But mm-hmm. one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. What did I tell you about water? Holy Spirit. Amen. Now let's go to Zechariah twelve ten. Zechariah 12:10 And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication then they will look on me whom they pierced yes they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn He's a firstborn of his kind amen right. He said, grace and supplication? Who is that? 
It's Jesus. It's talking about Jesus. They said they will mourn him. This is the prophecy coming true. Amen. In reference to the crucifixion. Amen. And the resurrection. Amen. Amen. So. The word confirms who he is and what he came to do. Amen. Amen. And that the Holy Spirit has been released. Released. To do his work and his will. And the agent of regeneration has manifested. We could not have it until it was done. Amen. Amen. You got to get excited about that. This was always the plan, man of God. This is not a haphazard plan. This was the plan. This is the plan. Still is. Amen. Now, verse 7. We want to look at Luke 23:47. Excuse me, the seventh word. The seventh word. Right, that's, I apologize. That's okay. Luke 23, verse 46. So we're looking at the last seven word. Amen? Of the seven last words. So this would be the last word on the seven. Luke 23, 46. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Now, the first word starts off with Father. Forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Mm -hmm. Then we look at the seventh word, Father, into your hands. I commit commit my my spirit. spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus was obedient to the Father. Amen. 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 Till the very end. And that was his final word before his death on the cross. And it was a prayer to his Father. Wow. So he fulfills his own mission and that of his father's on the cross. Now, the cross was a symbol of the most treacherous and heinous people who inflicted pain and terror. Right. There was none like the Romans. They were expert in death. They knew every part of the body to inflict pain. Crosses sent terror through people. Absolutely sheer, utter terror. But what is the cross a symbol of now? Salvation. Uh the most beautiful work that was ever done for all people, not some people. So let's go to John 3.16. Does the cross terrorize you, Brother Vernon? No. No. When I look upon it, I am blessed beyond what I can articulate. It's a... um, It's never, never has which... It's always like in reverence, even when I was born a Catholic, it was always, you know, I guess because of the way I was raised, but always respect, reverence, even though I did not understand as much as I think I do now, but not not a fear or fear of death. It was a fear of life. It was like a, not a fear of life, but of life. 
to me always, ever since I was little. It meant it was a way which I didn't understand to live. You know, through, and as time went by, God is leading me to understand more and more and more. It's always learning with me. It's always understanding. But it's a symbol of Jesus' love. Amen. For all of us. Amen. Amen. So we're going to look at John 3.16. John 3.16, which a lot of us do know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So that means everybody. Everyone. You don't need a special resume. You don't need a special bloodline. You don't need a special skill set. Are you sure? You don't need a special denomination in your pocket. You positive? Positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's the other word? Sure. Um, assuredly. assuredly. <laughs> Amen. Assuredly. Surely, surely, right? assuredly. As I live and breathe. Amen. I'm the more truth. sure of that than I am of anything. Amen. But Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Of course it is. It's... So I think everyone can see themselves in John 3.16. Amen. Even those who don't believe can usually tell you about John 3.16. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Yes. That the gospel is going to be carried. The message is going to be carried. People understand that they associate Jesus with the cross. Even those who don't believe. Even those who say there is no God. They definitely associate Jesus with the cross. Yep. The thing is that you've got to understand how intentional this was. Because Jesus knew those who believed and those who didn't believe would be carrying the message. Amen. Unbeknownst to them. Amen. Whether they wanted to or not, this was something that they had to state. Isn't that it a happens. beautiful thing? Oh, yes, it happens. He knew what he was doing. And when you say cross, people will say Jesus. What's the first thing come to your mind? Jesus. Amen. Amen. Christianity. Christians. Savior. Lord. Jesus. Jesus. All those things. I mean, Jesus. Whether they believe or not. They, Isn't that a wonderful it's, thing? It's linked that way. It's Jesus knew exactly what he was doing, and man he, of God. And he used the way. And he knew people loved to talk. <laughs> loved <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and we are the only species who can form words. Amen. And can read and can understand symbols. And not only can we do that, we can articulate that. Amen. He knew the power of language. He knew the power of people carrying the gospel. The message. Amen. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Amen. Needed it to be recorded as it was recorded. With all the pain and the majesty. All the glory and the gory. Because you would see a son doing what his father had asked him to do so that everybody could be blessed. Amen. And have the gift. That's right. Everybody. Everybody. Not just somebody's. Everybody. everybody. If you and can it could be sold because it was already paid for with his precious blood. Amen. Nobody can sell this. There are many who try to. But this part is not for sale. Amen. There was no money being exchanged. Now they were gambling, throwing lots for his garments. Mm -hmm. But that was after the work was finished. 
You're always going to have people that come around after something is done and want to participate. This was the Father, the Spirit, and the Son. It was all being done with them. Did you did you notice that? Yes. The Father always in his position. The Son in his position. And then the Spirit bearing witness, manifesting, coming forward. Oh, this is awesome. Our Savior lives. They haven't found his body, Vernon. They've been looking over 2,000 years for it. They still haven't found it. They're working on it day and night, night and day. They still haven't found it. I encourage you to go to Jerusalem. It will be a trip that will transform your life. I'm, I'm looking forward to going back. Amen? Amen. So, are you excited about what we discussed today, Brother Vernon? Yes, and I'm excited about your mentioning of going to Jerusalem. I can make that part of my <laughs> journeys next year. Amen. I'm just, just, just now. Thank you. Amen. So, uh, I, I want you to uh, definitely uh, believe that uh, it can happen for you. Oh, definitely. Believe it can happen oh, for you. So it's important, Amen. you know, brothers and sisters who are out there listening, that you know that our Lord and Savior, our King of Kings, our Lord of Lord, has been resurrected. And he defeated death. He overcame that. Because that was what was waiting for us. Amen. Amen. Being in the line of Adam. But you can move from the Adam line into the Savior's line. And Adam had blood, amen, Amen. that was of a sinful nature. Amen. But what kind of blood is Jesus's? It's the precious blood. It's that that brings forth life and life everlasting. It's the sinless blood. So you have to ask yourself, what blood do you want covering you? Do you want Muhammad's blood? You want Buddha's blood? You want the Pope's blood? Whose blood do you want? Jesus Christ, of course. Do you want blood of a man who's pretty much started a lot of these denominations that we have out here? The Jehovah Witness? Man-made. The Latter-day Saints, Man which made. are known as the Mormons. Man-made. The Seventh-day Adventists. You know it. Man-made. Catholic. Protestant. So what What? What do you want here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So my He's whole thing is that, uh, have you what seen Buddha that? lately? <laughs> no, I wasn't looking for him. I haven't seen him lately. Have you seen Muhammad? I'm not looking for him either. Have you seen anybody uh, that, that Mr. Smith that started the Mormons? I don't even know what he looks Joseph like. Joseph Smith. I've heard the name. I got a picture of what he looks like. Well, I'm telling uh, you, he's, he's not um, he's not coming back. No, of course not. Just So you have to ask yourself at the end of the day, is any of these people or any of these 
graven image, images that you worshiping and putting all your stock into, whether it be, you know, homes, cars, mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. planes, Idols. trains, your money. Automobiles. How's that working out for you? Silence. It's a choice, brother. It's a choice. It is a choice. Choose Jesus Christ. Jesus is real. You know, um, and once you know that, uh, that he is, you'll, you'll be in wonderful, awesome, intuitive. He's there. He's there with me. No matter what anyone else will say or try to say that he's not. I know. And the more I stay on the path, the more he, you know, whatever, the, the more I come closer to him, the closer he is with me. Like I always like to say, uh, he's always been there for me, but I wasn't always there for him. And now yeah. that I'm there for him, and my question is, God, you know, it's not a question so much now. I'm glad you kept me alive this Amen. long. So let's, let's say this prayer, Vernon. God, I realize that I have not lived my life for you up until now. I have been living for myself, and that is wrong. I need you in my life. I want you in my life. I acknowledge the completed work of your son, Jesus Christ, and giving his life for me on the cross at Calvary. And I long to receive the forgiveness you have made freely available to me through this sacrifice. Come into my life now, Lord. Take up residence in my heart and be my king, my Lord, and my Savior. From this day forward, I will no longer be controlled by sin or the desire to please myself. But I will follow you all the days of my life. Those days are in your hands. I ask this in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. If you decided to repent of your sins and receive Christ today, welcome to God's family. Amen. Amen. Now, as a way to grow closer to him, the Bible tells us to follow up on our commitment, get baptized as commanded by Christ. You need to tell someone about your faith, find a church, stay in the word, and we love you. Save the lost at all costs. God bless you. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 
833-5852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.